Chapter 20 The Outlines of a Saved Sinner's History He found him in a desert land and in the howling waste of a wilderness. He encircled him, he cared for him, he guarded him as the pupil of his eye. Deuteronomy 32 10. We might take this figuratively of Abraham in Chaldea or of Israel in Egypt. But Moses is speaking literally of the Sinaitic wilderness and of Israel there. No sooner had they crossed the Red Sea than they became wanderers in the desert. God found them there. He came to them. It was truly a desert land, without bread, water, dwellings, or cities. It was all heat, barrenness, danger, and terror. He met them, came to them, took their hand, and became their guide. Deuteronomy 1, 31, 33, and Nehemiah 9, 19. By day and night he kept and led them for forty years. He taught, protected, and watched them, as if they had been the most tender part of the most tender member of his body. Such was Israel's story until he brought them to Canaan, and such is that of every Israelite. Indeed, such is that of every saved sinner from his first arousing until he enters into the joy of his Lord. Consider 1. The sinner in his native country. That land of his birth is a desert waste. It is the far country into which the prodigal son went, the world where everything is evil. It is a barren land, without comfort, safety, friends, or kindred. No living bread to feed his famished soul. No fountain of living water to quench his thirst. No peace, rest, nor gladness. No shelter from the wrath to come. He is wretched and empty, a poor wanderer of the desert, a man without a home. 2. The Sinner Found by God. Jeremiah 2 2. The three parables of our Lord bring this out the lost sheep found by the shepherd, the lost silver coin found by the woman, and the lost son found by his father. It is not the sinner that seeks God, but God that seeks the sinner. When God comes, he finds him in the land of barrenness, famine, and danger. He finds him in his sin and wretchedness, a child of wrath, an heir of hell. He goes in quest of him, seeks him, and saves him. By convictions, terrors, disappointments, a sense of need and weariness, by these he pursues him from valley to valley and from refuge to refuge. Not by these only, but also by a thousand such things great and small. Each believer, as he looks back, reminds himself of this. He found me in a desert land and in the howling waste of a wilderness. Deuteronomy 32, 10. Ask all of them, and they will tell you this. Ask Abraham, Moses, Manasseh, Zacchaeus, and Paul. Ask the Corinthians and the Thessalonians. They will all tell you the same story. He found me in a desert land. He chose me, sought me out, found me, called me, sent from above, took me, and drew me out of many waters. 2 Samuel 22, 17, and Psalm 18, 16. I was a lost sheep, but he found me. A prodigal, but he found me. Some he found in childhood, some in youth, some in adulthood, yet everyone the same in the end. And three, the sinner under God's care. The finding is not the ending, 
but the beginning of God's dealing with him, which from first to last is all marvelous, the display of wisdom and love. Guidance. No place needs a guide like the desert. One gets utterly bewildered in its intricacies and labyrinths of rocks and plains. He who finds him knows this and takes him under his guidance, so that at every turn, every step, he will be sure of being in the right way indeed. God often brings him into circumstances in which there can be no help except in himself. The desert is pathless, and the sinner is ignorant. There are false guides, uncertain ways, as well as darkness and enemies. Therefore, God leads us. By his word, his providence, his rod, his hand, and his eye. By joys and sorrows, prosperities and adversities. By the footsteps of the flock by hedging up our way, by denying us our own will. He leads us about, not directly, but with many a winding and apparent back-turning, with many stages and unlikely bypaths. He does not take us at once to Canaan, but leads us about, for wise purposes of grace and discipline and purifying, for the manifestation of himself and the overthrow of Satan. What a leader! Whatever are the entanglements, briars, thorns, and darkness, He will guide us. Onward, still onward, to the city of habitation. We come up out of the wilderness, leaning on the Beloved. We pray, Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Psalm 143.10 Instruction One of His first instructions is, Learn from me. Matthew 11.29 The sinner needs his teaching, divine, not human teaching, as to what sin is, as to himself, as to God, to Christ, the cross, the love of God, the grace of Christ, and the glory to be revealed. God teaches these to us. Every day and hour are teaching times. He who has found us is the one who has compassion on the ignorant. And Protection He comes at once under the shadow of the divine shield so that he is kept by the power of God, preserved in Jesus Christ. Jude, verse 1, King James Version. No enemy prevails, no weapon injures, no evil comes near. He is made more than conqueror. How careful God is of the newfound one! How sensitive about the injury done to him, as if it were done to himself, to the apple of his eye! What a guardian! What a protector do we find in God! The sun will not strike by day, nor the moon by night, nor will the sand of a desert blow into our eye. O men of earth, are you still wanderers, lost, unguided, uninstructed, and unprotected? What will the desert do for you? Will it be an equivalent to Canaan and Jerusalem? God pursues you, appeals to you, seeks to win you, asks you, Have I been a wilderness to you? He calls, in every way and by every agency, by the gospel, by the law, by a sense of need, by sorrow, by pain. He calls, he pursues. Oh, do not flee from him any longer. Let him overtake you today.